This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is Chops. And Craig WK. And today we're going to bring a little bit of a change for you. We are going to be talking about retro remakes. Yeah, a bit of a topic episode uh, today. We're uh, we Chops and I had uh, recently uh, chatted about you know like all these old games that are getting remade and stuff, and uh, and it you know it made it so that we wanted to kind of you know touch base about that, chat about it on the show, and uh, you know kind of see where our opinions lie and uh, go from there. Yeah, so I, I recently purchased the new Shadow of the Colossus remake. Yes, or which, remaster, whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. To that. Um, uh, and it kind of spurred, like, okay, I really like the P- PlayStation 2 version of this, and I booted up the PS4 version, and it's just, it's like, you know when you watch a movie, mm-hmm. and you think it, this movie's great because you saw it as a kid, and then when you go to rewatch it, it's nothing like you remember? Uh-huh. This is exactly what I remembered what it was like when I first played the PS2. Wow. And I think it's really hard for for things to do that oh yeah because they have to put a lot of work into whatever it is that they made to make it feel like yeah this is what i played on the ps2 but you're still like amazed by the graphics by it yeah uh so i guess it's 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 unique in this respect this game because there are a lot of games out there that are remakes or remasters that don't do justice to the Ooh. game that it was originally out, but because uh, yeah. it's like they want to, they want to so bad, but they so don't. bad. Yeah, uh, but I guess we can, let's, that, that's just an example of why we wanted to talk about this. So let's get into kind of the meat and potatoes of of what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. So uh, one of the the kind of I don't know if you want to call it a theory, but something that I kind of propose here, chops, is that you you have different. Uh, I don't know uh, how would I put it. I guess different like versions of a remake. Uh, yeah, there's. I, th- I would say like different efforts, effort levels of of them. Yeah, so you have. I I would argue that you have remakes that are uh, for the benefit of bringing a uh, game on a previous generation system to a new system. 
Nintendo is very popular for doing that kind yes. of thing. Nintendo does that a lot with like uh, the HD remakes of some of the Zelda games like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Well, that, and like their virtual console, you know, reporting. I well, guess now that's porting, not necessarily remaking, Well, though. they did do that with some of like Mega Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like they, you have Mega Man collection and yep. stuff. Now, now that I would argue is bringing an older game to a new system. That's what yes. I'm proposing with something like and, that. And you would consider that to be a remaster i you know i don't even know if i want to i would just say that that is a remake that brings a an old version of a game to a new generation okay or a new generation system i can see that you have remakes where it's like uh uh, like a a remake in regards to it's like graphics and sound it's the game has been it like improved improved upon well, I guess improved upon might be subjective, oh. but you know it's uh, it's it's changed to match the hardware of a new generation. Okay, so it's not necessarily yes. just like slapping the games from like like Mega Man Legacy Collection. It's just the old game slapped on the the uh, you know a new Sha- system. Shadow of the Colossus is, is an example of this, I would think. Uh, uh, they took it and, and used the capabilities of the PlayStation Four. In the time of the graphics now to make this new game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like you've prettied it up, you've changed the the music is now like orchestral or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's been improved. It's in HD quality. I think that there's another level of of these uh, uh, remakes though that could potentially fall into either category. Yes, and they're crappy cash grabs. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know what we want some money. I don't know how we're gonna get it. Hey, this one game we made was great. Let's just do that again. Of the most recent games out there, and I know this is past our generations that we normally talk about. I I would say Bayonetta would be falling into that. I was gonna say Skyrim. Really? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Skyrim 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God. It's going to come out on mobile soon. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Jeez. I'm kidding. I don't know oh, what it is. Uh, well, I, but I, I you believed me. I believed you for a second there, actually. So, yeah. No, I, it, that <laughs> says a lot. So, yeah. I, I think that you you have essentially games that are just brought to a, like, a, a, you know, old old hardware is still left intact. It all remains the same. Brought to a new uh, generation of systems. Mm-hmm. You have games where it's like, you know, the uh, uh, you know the hardware is Im- is improved, so they make it prettier, they make it sound better, whatever the case may be, and that's you know you know how they're moving forward. Now, like uh, here's a question for you because you have all the versions of this game: Is the Shadow of the Colossus for PS3 like a real remake, like HD remake, or is it pretty much just a port of PS2? It's, it's pretty much a port. Of so the that, PlayStation 2. so that would be like the f- like category one category remake, one, yes. where it's like just hey, here's the PS2 Shadow of the Colossus. You guys like this game, right? Yeah. We're, we're busy with other things. We we can't be bothered to make a new game. So here you go. And a lot of Sony stuff does that for the Vita. Um, oh yeah, you know, there's like a lot of the Final Fantasy PlayStation One games you can get on their Vita. Um, they're just kind of they're pretty much intact in the same way. They're just playable on the Vita. It's interesting because the 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 PlayStation version of like those Square uh, now Square Enix, but mm-hmm. back in the day SquareSoft games, uh, are slightly improved because they'll like they'll add little tiny tiny features, not Very like a bestiary or something. Yes, but they'll also add in like a an opening cutscene. Yeah, that's weird. No, don't get me wrong. I don't think that that makes it like a a you know a, 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 a remaster, a, yeah, a remaster where it's like pr- been prettied up and stuff. I don't think that really counts. But they they do that a lot, where it's like you know like the Chrono Trigger for PlayStation had mm-hmm. it like the anime cutscenes and stuff. They're fun. They're awesome. But they're not like you know it's not improving the gameplay much. Um, I guess you could do that with Lunar. 
Um, Lunar technically was a uh, uh, like a remaster where they uh, they pretty they they improved upon the game. They added voice acting. Mm-hmm. They changed the 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 translation and stuff. Yep. Uh, and interesting enough too, I was going to mention the uh, the Square uh, old Square games that were ported to PlayStation were also ported to the Game Boy Advance. Uh huh. But those did add dungeons and like extra content. So I think those do kind of count as a remaster almost because it's enough content to kind of justify it, a like re- bonus dungeons. A remaster or remake. I think we're going to be using these interchangeably. I guess it's interchangeably. It doesn't yeah, really whatever. matter. Yeah. Either way. But yeah, they so they add some extra, like enough extra content to yeah. make it like, you know, justifiable, you know, because a bonus dungeon, that's, well, that's, that's, that's pretty could cool. Be, it yeah. could be, you know, hours uh, of content potentially. Yeah. Especially if you're like, you know, grinding levels to, to be able to handle that bonus dungeon yeah. and stuff, you know, it, it could potentially add quite a bit of time. In fact, uh, the uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past on Game Boy Advance added like a, a bonus like super hard dungeon it did the game boy advance one did yeah that was fun oh i i that's the only one i've ever played really link to the past i never owned a super nes so that's the only one that i've ever played yeah no uh uh the the link to the past on game boy advance had a bonus dungeon after you beat the game or it came out for game boy as well right or Link to the Past didn't. Game Boy was linked to Link's Awakening. Okay, you know, yeah, then, then it was Link to the Past. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, just want to make sure. And, and heck, there's another one. Link to the Past, or I'm sorry, Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening had a regular version and then another version for Game yeah, Boy Link's Color Awakening that DX. added a bonus dungeon. Yeah, you know, so it's it's crazy that like you know. Like I, I, when we were first talking about this the other day, yeah. we were talking like, "Oh, you know, is this just a cash grab?" You know, but like the more you think about it, like the more a lot of old, even older games did this kind of stuff. Well, those things I think are 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 DLC now. I could see that because um, you couldn't just hey, here's a patch for your game. Like throw this nope. new chip in your case of the game no no one's gonna <laughs> do that your game and add this chip to um it. so like the dx it was yeah the new technology is coming out it's color you mm-hmm. know um but we're gonna add this extra dungeon like if it was in modern era and it was an indie developer that would be dlc added content. yeah that's true so um it, it's kind of neat how you see yeah we had these dlcs you could say but it was really just them spitting out the same game added a couple things to it changed things up but it, but there was no other way to do that that's very true and uh, uh as far as that goes like you know in some cases like these games were like just immensely popular like links oh, awakening any zelda game oh yeah you know like links awakening was super popular it was one of the best sellers on the game boy yeah and so when the Game Boy Color was out, they were like, well, we could try to make a new game or we could just slap this super popular game I mean, out, you know? If, if you're not, all you're doing for that new system was adding color, yeah. you're not really changing much else. It operates they, the same way. You Why not? Yeah. They, and then they added like a bonus dungeon. And, and actually, I think for Game, uh, the, uh, game Boy uh, Color uh, Link, uh, Link's Awakening DX, I think they added some Game Boy camera features to it uh yeah yeah they did i think you could you could uh camera and, and printer functionality and yeah print yeah stuff. Uh, I, th- I think there were like certain like key scenes that you could like get pictures for yes yes yeah yes. yeah that was kind of fun uh now uh I, I never had the game boy camera myself but i but you, could, you you could see the pictures like when they happen in the game so like that was always kind of fun i uh, but i now my I, I want you to take a shot in the dark, you know, Chops, and take a guess here for me. Can you think of what my very first, like, retro remake game would have been that I bought 
or or per, or God as a gift or something. Oh God, I I don't I don't know if I could. Um, it's a fairly popular one. I I don't know if we've talked about it much, but uh, it's it's a very popular one. It's a retro remake. This is the first one you purchased? First one. So it it had to be older. What year was this? Maybe this would have been in the mid nineties. Um, Dragon Warrior? Nope. Not a bad guess. Super Mario All-Stars. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. One of the best Super Nintendo games of all time, only because it has some of the best Nintendo games of all yep. time. Mario 1, Mario 2 uh, for America, Mario 2, 2 for Japan, Japan, The Lost Levels, and Mario 3. Some of the greatest games on the Nintendo, they prettied up the graphics, they threw it our way on the super nintendo on the super nintendo yeah now is that a remake or is that i would consider that something different well it's kind of the uh what i had pitched before where it's like it's it's the graphical uh i boost a little bit because it but it it also reminds me and and playstation did this a lot Mm -hmm. they would take like old school arcades like space invaders frogger and they built those like arcade volumes where they would uh, pretty up the games, oh, but then yeah. they would load them with just a ton of ton of games so that people could just throw them in and play them whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I kind of think of, and and I think of those as more as cash grabs. You know, you're, you're I mean, you're not wrong, and I would even argue that like any remake or remaster is almost always almost some always, cash grab yeah. of some sort because I mean, you got to think so many of these games are. They're well established. They've sold a yeah, lot of copies. Absolutely, majority of them at least. And yeah, I, um, I think in some cases it is games where it's like, okay, well, this is a great game, but not a lot of people got a hold of it, so let's remake it and slap right. it out there. You know, I, I think that does happen, but I think more often than not, it's game companies being a little lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I if I had to wager a guess, I would almost wonder if like Nintendo like made some kind of like Mario prototype where they took like Mario three made it like on the Super Nintendo's graphics and then they were like hey you know like we've got this why don't we do something with it yeah i wonder you know? how easy it was to to just kind of put that skin over it yeah i don't or, know or, it, or pretty it up like if the filter or something i'm not sure if it's something where they like made the prototype and had it on hand anyway and they were just like well let's just finish the job and sell it and make some money or if it was like hey like this sounds like a really fun project and like you know, now now we're not making Nintendos anymore. Can we like do something with these old franchises? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was a little bit more admirable, where it was less a cash grab and more like a hey, these games are great, people love them. We no longer make them anymore. Like the, our our clientele no longer have access to get these games, except for through like used bargain bins and stuff. What are we going to do about that? Well, they're they're feeding off the greatest thing that a gamer has: nostalgia, nostalgia. You're not wrong. It's the ultimate wallet. It's endless. It is. And if you can take the iconic and classic games of your previous system, make them available for your current one, Mm -hmm. then you just converted your old gamers to your new gamers. You know, I I wish I could argue with you, but I am so excited for Virtual Console on the uh, Nintendo when Switch. When it happens, when it right? happens, who I, knows yeah. if it will. I I you're you're not wrong. Nostalgia is one heck of a drug, yeah. and uh, like if if they did a remake of Chrono Cross, um, would you would you be all about that? Here's here's something kind of interesting. 
and and, and I, I enjoyed Chrono Cross. It, I didn't think it was as good as Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. but I did really enjoy it. I uh, I so the so Secret of Mana mm-hmm. has just been released on PlayStation Four, and I am so torn. The original is so good. I I just there's a part of me that's like. Why, like, why did you like re like remake everything about it? Like, it's a new graphical style, it's a new animation style, you know. And and, and there's this part of me that's like, why would you do that? I'm not buying this. I'm not paying the money. And there's this other part of me that's like, yeah, but like, you'd love that. Game, but Secret right? of Mana is great. Like, why wouldn't I want to buy it? I'd buy it. Yeah, and like, and it, and it's like rough because like right now it's like okay, well, it's easy to justify not buying it because I I don't have tons of time to play these games. Yeah, and and a lot of my focus goes to retro games you know and so it's like there's this part of me that's like okay i don't need this game it's fine it's fine and then a buddy of mine like let me know uh, my buddy sean was like hey man uh he was like uh uh like this you know whatever company had like messed him up they were like yeah they like you know didn't send me like the the physical copy like they were supposed to so like something happened and now i'm gonna end up with like two copies you want to like you know buy one off me and it's like i i don't but i do I, I, it's a so game torn. you can pick up and play. You know, it's a retro game. You know what to expect of this game. You've played it before. You love it. Why not? It's just prettier. It's just better handling. It's it's all you want more. It's and that's the thing. Nostalgia is one heck of a drug. It, it's the scariest thing. That's why, like, I, I was so very excited about Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. but very weary of what it's going to do because I. I I didn't want to go into it with high expectations, spend this money, and be disappointed. Yeah, understandably so. And that's kind of my thing with the Secret of Mana remake, because it's like, well, is it the same game, or is it not? Well, you and, know? and they made, uh, was it Legend of Mana for the DS? Legend of Mana originally came out on PlayStation. No, but they did a remake for it, though, on the DS, didn't they? Not Legend of Mana. They, there the were one, some Mana sort games of Mana? on the DS. Sword of Mana was the remake of the original game on Game Boy Advance. Game Boy is that Advance, what you're thinking that's of? what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. So, and that was actually pretty decent oh yeah i really enjoyed that yeah the Um, seiken densetsu uh was you know which is secret of mana in japan mm -hmm. Uh, it was the first one which was originally on game boy which is another essentially a remake there and uh yeah it's it was a solid little uh uh handheld game i enjoyed uh sort of mana for uh, uh uh gba but this one is on the ps4 right or are you getting this one on the Switch? Or what? What is it on? Secret of Mana. Uh, the Secret of Mana is uh, the remake of Seiken Densetsu Two, yep. which is Secret of Mana on Super Nintendo, and this is a remake of that game. And it's currently only on PS4, PS4 right? and potentially PC. I don't remember that. That I might be wrong about that, but at least it's on PS4. Right. And uh, and it's funny because like uh, Square Enix has you know said they're like, oh yeah, we're 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 going to support the the Switch, and like. Like the Secret of Mana collection came out, which was Seiken Densetsu one, two, and three, their original versions, only in Japan. And like America was like, hey, hey, you know, screenix, like, what are you doing? Send that over. And they're like, yeah, but we're making the Secret of Mana remake and we're sending that over. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, but for PlayStation 4, not the Switch. And like the Seiken Densetsu collection from Japan has the third game, which is arguably like one of the best super nintendo games of all time but we still don't have access to it it's never come out in america officially it's all you can only get it like you know translated on you know through emulation Mm -hmm. or whatever and so like yeah it's it's just annoying and frustrating that like square enix is kind of like being iffy about the switch 
yeah, in America. Well, I mean, they're also have been taking their time with Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, they've definitely. You know, and there's, there's another a, there's remake. One. That is a complete remake. Oh yeah. From what they said, because they're also changing the structure of the game. They're it, supposedly recently releasing it in episodes. Yeah, it's episodic, which I think is garbage and is not going to go over no. well. But the other thing too is from the screenshots we see, it looks more like an action RPG than it does it the does. In like an actual Final Fantasy VII. So there's a thing. A part of these remakes is where they're building off nostalgia and they're. They're trying to build it to the generation that's now, yeah. but they tend to battle with, is it staying retro mm-hmm. or is it staying modern in gameplay? And I don't know if I have the right answer for that. I think it's a game by game uh, basis, like, you know, or case, mm-hmm. um, because you have games that are old, like Mega Man, that you can't you cannot change those yeah. you cannot change the gameplay of an original mega man platformer only thing you can do is make it run better make it look a little bit better graphics mm-hmm. and then add extra features to it that aren't have anything, anything to do with the, with the game as it is like yeah. the mega man collections do um same thing with metroid but they did it differently because the newer metroid game that they came out they based similarly to the gba i think it was oh, metroid uh, fusion I, or not I, fusion uh yeah fusion right it was uh the the new uh, uh metroid game uh, that come out uh like samus's return or whatever yeah, or it was, was oh, a, metroid 2 a uh, metroid 2 yeah which was based on the old old game boy game yeah so like and that's a that's an awesome way to come out with a new but kind of like a remake of a game. Yeah, um, I heard they did an awesome job on it. Uh, uh, our buddy Grim uh, yeah. from Gamezilla uh, is a super huge fan of the Metroid series of games, and he really liked it. He really loved it. And it's and it's hard to to say what's the right thing to do because I because it yeah. does it is very subjective, but it. I mean, it's coming from a business side. Mm. What do they think is going to sell better? I don't think you're going to get a you're going to make more money getting a Mega Man One game converted into a Mega Man Legend style game. I don't think you would. I don't think that would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that would be the only equivalent I can think of without going too far into like uh, the Battle Network. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Now I I begrudgingly have to agree with you. I I I, like. There's a a part of me that just has such disdain for the new Final Fantasy VII that's going to be like this action RPG. And in my head, it's like, why why aren't you just making Final Fantasy VII pretty? Like that's what everyone wants. Why aren't you doing that? But you're right. Like from a business standpoint they're like well is the you know is a jrpg going to sell no or is an action rpg going to sell i mean final fantasy 15 was an action rpg it sold very well mm-hmm. and there has been a steady decline in jrpgs steady decline the only modern ones that you have are homages to retro versions or the same retro versions that are continuing like dragon quest the, the, 11 well, yeah, the just same, came out the, like tales games you know like uh yeah the series that have, are super long-standing but mm-hmm. yeah you that's where these remakes and remasters kind of either lose i would say i would say on both ends they just lose a small portion of their audience mm-hmm. they don't lose a big portion oh, yeah. but uh they lose people is whether or not they're hitting on nostalgia enough mm-hmm. or they're uh hitting on innovation enough for for that game so like ducktales for example yeah yeah i would say leans more towards nostalgia in fact that it, it 
it maintains the the heart of the game, but it adds enough innovation to it that made it a I think a very successful remake. Oh, absolutely. I I think that the the DuckTales like I think it's called like DuckTales Remastered or right. whatever is is a is a great example of what to do for a remake. They yeah. kept the gameplay the same. They added in a bonus level. Uh, they uh, prettied up the graphics. They they made the sound quality better, but it's still the same compositions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even added a new composition for like that new level, which was really well done. Uh, uh, Jake Kaufman mm-hmm. uh, did that uh, as well as like a, an opening bonus level that they added into the game. He did the music for those and did a wonderful job. But uh, one of the things that I think like really tugged on my heartstrings was the fact that they got all of the old voice actors. Yeah, that's pretty great to do. And all of them came back and were able to do their voices for like none the, of them the died. Scenes. None of them, you know. I, I think the guy who's done who did the voice of. I think it might be Scrooge McDuck has since passed away since that game yeah, came oh, out. Oh, well, but the, you can't tell the difference, really. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, after the game came oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. Like, okay. they, they all came back for this game, and only after that oh, did, okay. did, did I, I think one or two of the cast members had passed away, which is definitely sad, but it, but it, I think they had lived quite a while. I think mm-hmm. they were in, like, their 80s. Uh, but, uh, but it was so... How do I put it? It was so emotional mm-hmm. to like to think back to all those times when I watched like the DuckTales cartoon when I was a kid and like played the DuckTales games when I was a kid and now I'm playing this game again yeah with their old like the voice actors and stuff it was it's almost like playing it for the first time again isn't it it kind of almost was yeah it, I had so much fun playing through that game I, I play I bought the game and I think I played through it like all in one afternoon like blitzed through the game got the like you know did the, you know the the uh, the final extra dungeon is Mount Vesuvius. You go through, through so like at the end of the game, you're like pogoing up like this volcano yeah. as the lava rises and stuff. And you know it's all about uh, how uh, uh, I think it's Flintheart Glomgold and Magicka Dispel want hit, like Scrooge's lucky dime, and it's this like big caper to like get hit to get that back or whatever. And it's so fun, and it really reminded me of like the old cartoons yeah. and stuff, you know. It was it was really fun. It was really great. It's uh, it, it, it's a little after like our era of gaming, like that we talk about on Legend of Retro, but it is a remake of an old video game, and I absolutely recommend and, it. That. And that's I would say one of the perfect examples of how to do it right and yeah. and keep your audience yet gain a new group of people that can enjoy this. Yeah, and, and one other unique one, and we'll bring up a few more here in a minute, mm. but. Um, and and, and I, this is very unique. Sonic Mania, yeah, yeah, takes it's almost it's a culmination of many games. It's taking many inputs from different games and compiling it into it's like I would say like an all star cast of of Sonic levels. Yeah, it's Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic uh, Sonic CD, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic or Sonic Three, Sonic and yeah. Knuckles, and uh, uh, and then they add in new stuff and uh, but it's still the same gameplay as those old sixteen bit Sonic games, yeah. and they did such a wonderful job. And once again, it's outside of our our era of of gaming that we talk about on Legend of Retro. Yeah, but it's so hard not to recommend it because it is it such is. an homage yes. to Sonic and those old games. And I mean, 
you know, let's face it, we're not going to be able to build a time machine and go back in time and tell Sega, hey, don't worry about 3D, man. Just focus on <laughs> 2D. It's where it's at. It's what the future is going to love. Keep it going. Yep. There's no way to do that. So this is the best we can do. Yeah. Is to go back and do games like this. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's so good. It's it's funny. It's it's just there's there's these gems that you'll hit, and then but it's it there's mostly the battlefield is filled with with crap. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and now here's a series of remakes that uh, I I think you you almost they're like almost completely necessary. Like you you like you I I would be very very shocked if someone argued against like how necessary these remakes were. But Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest came out, Dragon Quest 1, 2, 3, and 4 came out on Nintendo. Definitely a little dated by today's standards. And afterwards, they they made Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 on like Game Boy Color. Uh-huh. And then after that, we had the DS. And so 4, 5, and 6 came out on the Nintendo DS. And then eventually 7 and 8 came out on the 3DS. But like... What what access do people have to play these old old Nintendo games? And they were real dated, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we're taught. Like, do you know how dated these games were? Chops. Like, did you play the old Nintendo versions of these of games? Dragon Warrior. Yeah, the old Dragon Warrior. I did not. Games. But those what were eighty eight? Or yeah, the 80s, late eighties. Late eighties. And, and it was the cusp of our role playing games. Dragon Quest was pretty much like the first JRPG. Yeah. Now. Here's how dated they are. You bring up a menu system and, you know, items and, you know, your stats, you know, pretty basic stuff. If you want to go upstairs, you have to go to the menu and select stairs. Yes. If you want to open a door, you have to open your menu and go to door. It is so it's a, almost a point-and-click adventure game. It, it, it almost is at that point. And with these DS versions, they streamlined it, so it's just there's an action button. So you just, you know, if you're at a door, it opens automatically for you. If you walk into stairs, what a wonderful surprise. You walk up the stairs. Yep. And so, like, I as much as I love retro gaming, you know, I really do. But sometimes in a case like that, I feel like these games are, like, it's so hard to recommend Dragon Warrior 4 on, like, Nintendo. Yeah, it's the only way that they would be accessible to a newer generation would be completely redoing the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, is, like, the... And, and I mean, the dialogue has improved. They, be, you know, better translations and stuff like that, you know? So it's not like it's just the exact same writing right. over and over. But, like, uh, in Dragon Quest case, they, like, do different, like, dialects for certain people. You know, so, like, if, they're, if like, you're in this one fantasy nation in Dragon Quest... It's called Blimey. Yeah, cool, blimey. Oh, God, Gov, we gotta get out of here. You know, and so they all have like a British accent. Or like you go to another place and they all have, have a French accent or yep. something. And so they, they did such a wonderful job with the localization. And uh, in and, and a game like Dragon Quest Four is so good. It is such a pinnacle of like JRPGs and RPGs in general and old video gaming. You know, it's this uh uh you know, RPG where like you it like there's like four to five, I think it's four to five different chapters where like, you know, in the first chapter you're playing like a like uh, uh like a knight. Second chapter you're playing like the the princess who's escaping the castle with her like old wizard like butler guy and her like, you know, priestly friend who's like, you know, another like castle steward. And like you go through all these chapters and they all eventually become party members for the hero in like the final chapter of the game and it's such a 
classic game, but I can't recommend it on Nintendo. No. It's so hard to recommend on the Nintendo. But the DS versions are super accessible. So I feel like that's kind of another remake out there is not only the games that are prettying them up, you know, and, and making them sound better and, and making them a little easier, maybe, you know, balancing the challenge, but just making it so much more accessible for a new generation or even the old generation who just want to play it again, but don't right. want to suffer through it. Yeah, because a lot of old gameplay is suffering, uh, you know, dealing with the limitations <laughs> of the system. You're not wrong. Or the game. It, it is, I mean, you know, it seemed like, uh, like, I'm trying to think of what it's a game I love playing, but I suffer with. Uh, it's old and retro. You mentioned that like uh, uh, some old like uh, uh, 2D platformers can be tough on you because you you kind of it becomes a slog for you. I did. You had specifically mentioned Sonic in that regard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I guess Sonic is one of them. Or like uh, in my head, oh, I just had it. Um, I love shooter like um like rail shooters or top-down shooters oh, yeah, and things yeah. like that but one thing that drives me crazy is just like how slow some of those are yeah like the scrolling is just it's a snail's place space or pace you like it's you're doing circles in the game waiting for something to happen like, mm-hmm. I love those games, but I'm not going to go back and play it because it's just... Time consuming. It's, it's one, yeah, it's super slow, it's time consuming, and it's not satisfying me. Yeah. Um, whereas if they were to remake that, make it a little bit more upbeat, you could still keep everything the same, maybe just change the colors, like, make it instead of le- less blocky, then it would be fine. I gotcha. No, I could see that. I, you know, I mean, same thing with like load times on on, on older games um, that move up up and uh, forward, like cutting down on like you know, in Final Fantasy, you're not having to change discs. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say like the functionality uh, of it. You know, Final Fantasy VII, uh, you can download on like the PlayStation Four these days, yep. and yeah, not having to deal with like disc changes is wonderful. Oh, God. They'll go figure. Uh, the Vita versions... It's like, still in there. They're still in there. It's still in you actually have oh, to... Oh, now changing to disc... Yeah. It, but the, the weird thing is, is you have to open up the menu and then, like, choose the option to, like, change disc. Oh, yeah. It's real clunky and weird. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand it. But I... I you know, I, I here's another uh, uh, couple of uh, games to, to kind of think about. Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yes. So... Those came out a little bit late in the advances uh, um, era. They were after uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Yep, and it's in, and they're different from because, like, so, so I, I get very conflicted with Pokemon games because you have those are based off of Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Yeah, in uh, even uh, though it was green in Japan. Yeah, it was green in Japan. And what's weird is like the uh, I guess when they were bringing it over, they just thought, oh, you know what? American kids don't like the color green. They love the color blue. Yeah. Throw blue on there, and and you know, I mean, all right, whatever. whatever. It's, I think Red it's about blue, the same white, game. You know, God bless America. Indeed. But uh, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so uh, so yeah, they they are based on the original Pokemon games and. And the weird thing Pokemon has is for their generations, they kind of remake them as they go. Um, you have been quite red and blue, and then you have like yellow, which like combines some of the things of red and blue. You have yep. silver and um, gold. gold, and then you have platinum crystal. or crystal, crystal. That, that combines them. So you have these weird like 
almost remakes, but they're not remakes, and they they're not remasters because they're within the same generation. Yeah, and it's, it is a new game, but it's it's but not. It's a almost new game. yeah, it's almost not. Yeah, it's a really weird, and they've even done that with the newest ones. Uh, yeah, you have uh, Sun and Moon, Sun and, and then, Moon, and Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah, because you had Black and White, Black and White Two. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when they did Fire Red and Leaf Green. I, w- I was super excited about that because, okay, yeah, I love playing the original. Yeah. I would still play them every now and then, but this made the graphics better. It gave you smoother gameplay. Smoother gameplay. It changed up some of the dialogue, some of the structure of the game and the story. And th- my favorite part about it is that there was more Pokemon to get. I wasn't limited to the original. Like, after I beat the original, I unlocked all the other areas that I could go get other starters. And it was, like, the ultimate idea of of accumulating those old games into a newer generation. I, uh, I, I honestly, I think the probably the best part about the like Pokemon Fire Red Leaf Green because that was definitely uh, Fire Red was one of my favorite Pokemon games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It was the rebalancing of like oh, yes. the mechanics of the game because like honestly, like I really love Red and and you know Red and Blue. Like I Fire, uh, Pokemon Red is like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. But like I, uh, when they re-released it on the 3DS, and I went through it, I had forgotten how broken the game was. Oh God, yeah. Most Pokemon only ever learn like normal type moves. It's ridiculous. It's so weird. And uh, like uh, uh, we can t- talk about this and uh, like an episode devoted to it, of course. But like the mechanics of the game, like the stats, the way they work, are so broken. Like you, I made like when I went through it that time, I made such a ridiculous ridiculously overpowered team it was insane like mm-hmm. it was just ridiculous and uh yeah I, I i really really enjoyed uh fire red though i i really really loved that game i uh i actually went through it with uh uh like pretty much just one nido king yeah i had gotten nido king and i was just like why do i need anything else but this <laughs> and i blitzed through the game with just nido king wow it was awesome it was so cool I mean, and it's like those games were almost like a relaunch of the series because it basically rebranded the first games and then you could transfer those Pokemon up through the generations and it added additional content to it. Mm -hmm. Um but there are still your your cool secrets like you know going to get Mewtwo and yeah, I think yeah. they added Mew in there in Fire Red Leaf Green I believe Mew Mew was obtainable I think I think so too I could be crazy but, but I'm pretty sure but he it, was. it was it's it's a very unique example because it's it's and I don't I think Pokemon's the only one that could do this um, because there's Maybe. but it, it it yeah it just it relaunched. It set it back to zero, it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Even though there was newer games coming out. And I mean, eventually they remade Gold and Silver on the DS. Yep. I think the DS. Uh, Soul Silver and... Uh, Soul Silver and uh, Heart Gold. Heart Gold. And then uh, they, they've still never remade Diamond and Pearl. I mean, it, I don't really think there's a need to... Oh, there wasn't. Arguably, yes. there wasn't a need to remake any of these, but they well, still well, did. Now, well, nowadays, it's you can just go on the mystery shop and or a mystery thing and, and uh, mystery mail. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, whatever. And just get those Pokemon, those legendaries and that you want. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, you know. So, yeah, like, there's not obtainable. a lot of need now for those. 
unlike because uh, those earlier generations were harder to move those Pokemon up through them. That's why I, I you know I could see that I I can see your point on that. Uh, but I mean you know I I feel like uh, what was it? Uh, was Diamond and Pearl was still DS? Yes, yes, it was. Uh, but you know they remade uh, even uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Ruby Alpha, Sapphire. Yeah, uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Now those were on GBA, so yeah. I can see your point about those. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I feel like. Uh, uh, but arguably, those were easier to transfer through, you know. Well, Ruby and Sapphire became a 3D, uh, yeah, game. It 3DS, wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Uh, no, I mean, like the the graphics. They completely converted the graphics from the 2D in, uh, environment that it was in into a three dimensional. Wait, what? You know, like the camera angle. They they converted. They oh, made you mean it. for heart uh, or uh, for, for Ruby and Sapphire Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. Alpha uh, what is Alpha it? Ruby and, and uh, Omega Sapphire. Omega, I'm sorry, Omega Sapp- Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. That's what I was uh, for that one. They they did like a whole restructure of the whole game. That's it. True, wasn't yeah. even just a, a updated graphics. It was just a, a whole new engine. Yeah. Almost like that's very true. Yeah, I um, see what you're saying now. I guess one of the other things that I think of when I think of remakes, which is a complete cash grab, mm-hmm. uh, is Master's Quest for the GameCube. Uh, yeah, that was basically just uh, Ocarina of Time and uh, the uh, the like hard version that like Japan got right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just for the GameCube. There's yeah. not a lot of stuff that's changed to it. I remember really wanting to get it, and buy I got it. it. Yeah, I ended up getting it. Uh, I don't know if I ever kept mine. I might have ended up selling it years ago. But uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, thinking like, oh my god, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. And in hindsight, it's like, I, I didn't really need this. I didn't, this. Really, need yeah, this I didn't really need this. I, I mean, I guess it was kind of cool to be able to play it on the new system. Yeah, but... but you know, I mean, most most gamers that are real into gaming, if they still had a 64, they still had access to it. But right. Wasn't whatever. that long ago for them than that. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. I, now, I, I, I did want to uh, also uh, do a little shout out to uh, Persona 4 Golden on the uh, PS Vita. Okay. Because I... Uh, Persona 4, I think, came out on PlayStation, oh, I think PlayStation 2. I don't know. I didn't play many of these. Uh, and, and Actually, I don't think I played any of them. Oh, really? The Persona games? I, I've, I've, I've seen them, and I've tried to play one, I think. I don't know. I don't, I do, it doesn't stick in my head. I When I first was pitched Persona 4 uh, years ago... It was like way overhyped to the point where I was just like, oh, my God, I'm not playing this game. I just could not care less. Like, I, I don't care how many people are talking about how amazing this is, how it's the best thing ever, and how I'd love it. Like, there's no way. And some years passed, and I was talking with my buddy. I think it was Sean. And uh, he was like, no, dude, he's like, you would really like it. He's like, he's like, I'm not going to overhype it like everyone else did to you, but like, you, you, you should definitely look into it. And I kind of wanted to get the PlayStation TV anyway, mm-hmm. you know, and, and download old like you know Square games on it and stuff like that. And so I was like, all right, whatever, that's fine. I'll 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 get the the PS TV and I'll get Persona 4 Golden. And the game's pretty great. <laughs> it was really fun. It's uh, Persona is basically a series of like JRPGs, but like you also have like this weird like regular life, you know, where like you're this regular like high school student. So there's like Damn, drama. And I'm stuff. not into that stuff. I had a lot of fun with it, and Persona Five I've not beaten uh, for uh, it's on PlayStation Four. Uh-huh. Uh, 
but uh, but I've I've enjoyed what I've played so far, and uh, uh, so I, I I really enjoyed that remake that came out of uh, uh, Persona Four. It was mm-hmm. fun because it's like in Persona Five less so. It's it's kind of a different style, you know, a bit. But in Persona Four, there's like this murder mystery aspect because like people are dying and like you need to find out who's doing it. Okay, and so it was funny because like I I would I, and I no spoilers here, uh, but like I was talking with somebody about it and I was like, man, this one guy, this one person. Uh, they give me a bad feeling and they, they were like why why do they give you a bad feeling i was like i don't know but i don't like them i just don't like them i was totally right the whole time oh, and wow. i had gotten the murderer right and i was like yes i knew it you were a scumbag the whole time and i was so excited it was so fun Ton, tons of fun <laughs> i really enjoyed the game and it was a, a nice little bonus being right i mean that's always a pleasure right i uh, now when I, when we chatted real real quick right before the episode started, we had talked about some remakes, mm-hmm. and you were taken aback by one of them. I was. It, it, yes, I, I don't remember. I'm so sorry. Nino Kuni. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is with this? Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch is technically a remake of a Nino Kuni game on the DS. Nino Kuni originally what? came out on the Nintendo DS. No, it didn't. It did. I promise you. In America? No, not in America. Oh, okay. Never made it to okay. America. Okay. I really wanted it to. I really, really wanted it to. And it never came out to America. They remade the game, added on some extra plot, and then made a PS3 game for it. Yeah, I loved it. Now, here's the th- question. And there's slight spoilers for Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch here. But do you know how at the like in the midpoint of the game, you defeat Shadar? Oh, and then you find out there's another person that's in charge. It above felt them. real weird, right? It felt right? real weird, yeah. Right? Oh, that's is that? the part that t- that's tacked on. Shadar the was the final boss of the DS version. No. Yes. Shadar, wow. the dark djinn, is the final boss of the DS version. And then when they remade the PS3 version, they added the White Witch, and it became the Wrath of the White Witch subtitle. And, uh, yeah. Because the White Witch storyline's so good, though, too. It was pretty fun. I liked it, but you got to admit, it feels kind of weird and tacked. It does on because they like they complete the they like they they complete their adventure after defeating Shadar. They do, and they're yeah, like, yeah. And they're like, "This is the best. We won." And then bad things happen, and they're like, "Oh no! How could this happen?" It's because that was supposed to be the ending. Is defeating Shadar. Wow. Yep. Sorry, this bug flew my face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, that my is my mind is like legitimately just wrecked right now. Nino Kuni, the the game Another World was supposed to end in the DS version it did after the Dark Jin Shadar. Wow. Which by the way, uh as much of a purist as I am, I really really enjoyed his English voice. It, the game is just so good. It was a lot of fun. I'm I'm pretty excited about this new sequel coming out. But, Me too. But, but that's not that's retro not retro. Enough. So so we can't really talk much about it. But uh, yeah, no. Nino Kuni originally came out on the Nintendo DS and then yeah. eventually made it to the PS3. That's crazy, right? Now I, uh, I, uh, we've we've chatted a bit about you know like remakes remasters different versions of it whether it's a cash grab whether it's you know done right whether it's you know all this stuff so here's a question for you chops off the top of your head and you don't have to think too long and hard about it but what would you say is your current favorite like retro remake game and what game would you like to see remade 
and done right, you know, and, and done in the best way possible or done to your specifications. Um, man, my current retro game remake that I like, I, it's, it, can I say Shadow of the Colossus? You can say Shadow of the Colossus. It's a PS2 game. I mean, that's currently just because it's it's most recent in my mm-hmm. mind. Uh, I can't think of many other right now. Yeah. As far as a game that I would like to see remade, mm-hmm. Legend of Dragoon, I would really enjoy a, a remake, remake of that. Of that. Uh, prior, just because it's a game, I, I mean, I would pick games that I, I like. Sure, yeah, absolutely. That's mo- mostly what I want. But I would say that you can make... You could do a lot of fun things with old school beat 'em up games. I think so. Yeah, I, uh, I think, that I think would be you fun. could turn those into either really cool like platform adventure games or some role playing elements to them. Like, like I think there's a lot of cool things you could do by remaking. Like, if, um, for example, we just talked about on one of the previous episodes, Maximum Carnage and and uh, yeah. and. Um, the other game while I'm planking on it. Oh, uh, uh, the other beat-em-up we had met, uh, mentioned? Uh, For the uh, other Spider-Man game. Oh, uh, uh, Separation Anxiety. Yes, yes. Like, that would... I think that would be an awesome game. Remade, PS4, kind of like the new Spider-Man looks like right now, mm-hmm. or even just an updated beat-em-up, um, uh, like DuckTales, you know? Yeah, Updated yeah. graphics, updated music. You could switch... Uh, so... Uh, you could switch between which game was it? You could switch between current graphics and old graphics. Oh, uh, of um, which is another remake. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, one uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World. Uh, Monster World, like you know, three or whatever it was. That one, and there's another game I was thinking of. Oh shoot, that I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, it may have been uh, maybe maybe Metal Gear was one of them. I think I don't know, but either way, mm-hmm. like it'd be cool to flip between like different modes of that game, yeah, and and seeing how they've progressed and changed as you as they've gotten as they've been remade and remade. Absolutely, and and I think uh, I uh, and I think Xander will uh, definitely give us heck for only bringing it up at the last minute here. But that uh, uh, Monster Boy uh, uh, game. Which uh, came out on, I think, almost all systems. I think PC, PS4, Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but uh, the, the version I played was on the Switch, and it was so fun yeah. to like just hit the button, and it switches to the old-style music. Like the old like eight bit music, and then you hit a button and it switches the graphics to the eight bit, like the Sega Master System graphics. You know, I, I think it was Sega Master System, and uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool game, and uh, and that was another really great remake, and and done very well. So, you know, the the remade graphics are gorgeous. the The updated soundtrack is is beautiful, but it, like it still gives you that option to like switch back and forth, which is just so fun, and it lets you kind of know like, oh, hey, like even though it's been updated and stuff, the gameplay is the same. Like the gameplay is still tight and solid, and you know, yeah, it was really fun. I. Uh, now, I'm trying to figure out what this game is. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's fine. I uh, so honestly, I I think. Oh yeah, I got it. Sorry. Um, an old PC adventure game that uh recently was remastered was called Full Throttle. Oh, now you're you're not big into PC. No, nah, not uh, as big into PC. It was a Lucas Arts film or a Lucas Arts game, and same thing with Monkey Island. They had a remake of that come out too. All right. The games because they're PC and because the engines they were on, you could switch in mid game between the remake 
and the classic versions of the games. And, That's cool. And so, like, one moment you're playing Monkey Island, which is it was on the Sega CD at some point, and then you're flipping it all the way into updated 3D new sounds voices because there were no voices for the characters. All right, like it's a whole brand new experience. Same game, but it's a complete remaster within the same game. That's really neat. Yeah, that that's really it's, it's a cool way to release a game that you know people are going to like, and uh, to do something different without changing the gameplay. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree wholeheartedly. I uh, I think that versions like that, when it comes to remakes, it makes you think that like, oh, okay, it's it's less of a crappy cash grab. No, it's like you you can see like, oh, they still have some love for the game. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, now I uh, chops. Are you curious about my? My choices. No, we're going to end the episode right now. Oh, all right. Never mind. It's cool. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. I think, honestly, my one of my favorite remakes is probably... Like, I really, really enjoyed DuckTales. That mm-hmm. that one might be the like about my favorite. But, like, honestly, Mario All-Stars. I had so much fun replaying through, like, Mario 1, Mario 3, Mario 2. Lost, like, playing around mm-hmm. with the lost levels. I, I had so much fun being able to play through that game, like, those games again. Because, like, I, you know... When I uh, had gotten a uh, Super Nintendo and stuff, like my Nintendo was like put away, set aside. I, I think honestly, I I might have sold my original Nintendo for a bit, and then ended up buying a new one later yeah, from Funko to Funko, Funko Land. Land for like chump change or yep. something, you know. So like it was so f- nice to be able to play those games again. But uh, honestly, I I th- and and this is going to be you know a, a pretty standard response for me. But I always thought it would be really cool to have a remake of earthbound in a 3d world where it's all cell shaded and stuff like beautiful joe uh yeah like or are you talking about like dragon quest uh think like dragon quest like cell shading like that uh you know a real colorful pastel kind of world uh and it's earthbound like you but it's 3d so you can wander around and stuff so it's the same game same battle mechanics basically but like just that like being able to wander through that world i love so much in a 3d plane so it looks pretty and stuff that that you know it's just like i i just think that would be great i think that'd be yeah i think that'd be really cool I also, of course, want you know more and more people to experience Earthbound. So you know that's you know kind of kind of goes hand in hand with that. I think it's the game you force on people the most. It is. Yep. It honestly is. Like when I forced my sister to play it. Yeah. How did that go? Not bad, actually. She made it really far. She liked the game. Oh, okay. It was just it's an RPG, so it's so long, and yeah. you know didn't Drags really have on. the time to yeah you know finish it. But uh, but that's a story for another time. Yes. yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, chaps. Uh, any uh, uh, parting thoughts here on uh, uh, retro remakes? You know, remasters, uh, stuff like that. Now, what's your general consensus? Do you like it? Do you not like it? It depends. For me, if if it's going to be a remake or remaster, it has to be significant. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot, they hit a remake, but they remade three games. They updated the graphics, and they put mm-hmm. them all in one bundle. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's affordable, and it's it's something you can play current gen. Absolutely. Um, so there's got to be a good balance for me. Shadow of the Colossus it lo- has worked out so far. Um, but as far as I can, as far as like, it goes like those are a lot of reasons why your current gamers mm-hmm. are there is that they played something at some point of yours that they really enjoyed and it stuck with them and, and they've yeah. kept and this generation of gamers has gotten older and older as we've grown up with games yeah. so it's it only makes sense to come up with these things and mm-hmm. when they're done well they they're successful and they 
do its fairness to the player, to the gamer. Yeah, I uh, I, I I agree with you. I I think that uh, in a lot of cases, there they they can be crummy cash grabs yeah. and and it's frustrating. You know, it's frustrating like when Nintendo something that does with all their games. A lot of their games, yeah, they really do. Uh, not that a lot of other companies aren't, you know. Right. It's, you know, a lot of these companies really are, you know, pumping out the same stuff to. Oh, I mean, heck, yeah, Sony does it all the time. Shadow of the Colossus, you know. I mean, it's it's listen, Craig. Hey, it's one of the greatest games of all time, sure. But like, you got to admit, bringing it out for every system that they've made since the it first the came out on the PS2, PS3, PS4. Eventually, it'll be on PS5. I mean, in 3D, 4K, Mario. Well, I mean, yeah, Mario. NES, Super NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, DS. Now, hold on, because those Wii, are Mario games, Wii. but if you're talking about, no, the, I'm talking original, about the original Mario game, you could probably play it on every single iteration of, of a NES system. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, yep. Game Boy. Yep. Virtual Console later. Yeah. Which, Arguably, also in Animal Crossing, uh, the first one, you get the arcade games. I, I, would, I would even put that out yeah. there. But that's not all their systems. Yeah, you can play Virtual Console covers Wii, Wii U. Um, you can, I think you can play it on the Switch right now. I think uh, it's one of the games. No, that's Super Mario Versus, not exactly okay. the same. But um, GameCube, could you play it in the GameCube? If you make the claim that you could play it through Animal Crossing, then yes. Okay, can you play it on uh, DS? No. There is no original Mario Brothers 3DS? for DS. Not on 3DS, nope. In the virtual? Oh, uh, 3DS uh, Virtual Console, yes. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, 3DS Virtual Console, Game Boy yes. Advance? Game Boy Advance, no. Um, so Game Boy, yes. Game Boy Color, Game but Boy not Color. Game Boy. Okay, so like almost every system you could play that. I'm just saying that that's not all systems. Okay, Craig. Okay, <laughs> you said all systems. all systems. It's also not a Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're you're right. I mean, Nintendo does it all the time. You know, so many of these game companies are. You know, I'm definitely not contending with that. But I, I, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, there's like crummy, crappy cash grab levels of doing it, and then there's like cool things, like like the like I I made the argument that Mario All Stars for Super Nintendo was a really cool way of doing yeah. it. You know, having the the uh, Game Boy Color version. It actually was kind of cool because like you could uh, uh, like it was actually like you could go back to old levels to replay them and stuff. You know, it was it was some neat little features like that, uh, you know, but I. Uh but yeah, there there are some real crummy versions out there mm-hmm. of of you know a lot of remakes, and you know some game companies are doing it well, others not so much. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I, I have honestly very mixed feelings on the matter. Yeah, it's it's hard. It it's really hard. It just depends on what the game means to you. It does, and it, and it also matters what the game company is doing for you and yes, like doing yes. for the game. You know, I, I think it's kind of a mixture thereof. It's you know, it's yeah, okay. It is you know, like the your nostalgia for the game. It is what it means to you, and like you know what you what it meant to you growing up, and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But it is also you know like what the game companies are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Secret of Mana. You know, it's like well. You know, you're you're adding in a few little cutscenes here and there. You've made the graphical style quite a bit different than what it was before. 
uh, it's you know like 40 50 dollar game uh, but it's just a remake of a super nintendo game yeah, it's hard to it's hard to justify it it, it is it, it's it is hard to justify you know and uh but it's funny because i i really wanted that like seiken densetsu collection to come out which was just secret amount of one two and three yeah so it's sort of this weird like i don't know like almost level of like hypocrisy from me Maybe not full-on hypocrisy, but it's no. like, you know, it's, I don't know, this weird contradictory thing where it's like... It's a conflict inside you. It's an yeah. eternal conflict. It is. Yeah, I, I would say so. It's me wanting the nostalgia, but wanting something fresh at the same time, but not wanting them to feeling, spoil it. Yeah, feeling justified in why you're spending the money for it. Yeah. And then getting what you got out of it the first time you played. Yes. Which is very impossible. It's not impossible, but it can be unrealistic. Pretty close to impossible. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've talked enough about these. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I'm definitely glad we were able to uh, uh, sit down and touch base about yeah. this. Uh, you know, all all chops that I did was had the idea for the episode, and we just sort of went in blind right. to chat about it. So so uh, this has Craig, been fun. Craig did a lot of help for me on this. Thank you. Um, as he as he normally does, right? The only reason you're adding a question mark to the end of that is because you don't remember all the help I have given you on all of our episodes. Yeah, what episodes? Anyways, we want you to participate in this episode, so tell us on the Facebook page some of your reasons behind why you like or don't like remakes or re, uh, remasters. Yeah. What are your favorite ones currently? What are ones you'd like to see? Kind of everything we talked about here, we want to have that conversation with you. So Absolutely. go on Facebook and do that. And hey, there are so many retro remakes out there but we that missed. I know oh, we yeah. missed a bunch. Like, there's no way we didn't miss a whole bunch. I like to think we covered some real strong contenders mm-hmm. in there. So, uh, uh, but by all means, let us know what we missed. Let us know what your favorites are. Uh, join us on uh, Discord. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead and jump on uh, GameZillaMedia.com to get a hold of that uh, Discord. Uh, and uh, check us out on our other shows. Uh, and uh, otherwise... Uh, yeah, Noobs and Dragons, GameZilla uh, Alpha, GameZilla Podcast, and... Yeah. Um, uh yeah i think that's it right uh you know that's yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what we got uh, uh for the moment for our uh, uh listeners and, and uh, then patreon and of course jump on uh patreon if you're interested in uh joining we'll have uh, uh some you know fun options coming up for legend of retro and of course all our other shows mm-hmm. and uh we'll see you next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues, continues.